Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And we are here today to tell you that the problem is you. The problem isn't your fitness program. The problem isn't your diet. The problem isn't some external factor that you can't control, like your genetics. The problem is 100% you. And the number one place people fail when it comes to achieving their goals, and Joe, this could even extend far beyond fitness, is usually accountability. Well, that's that's the crutch, I think, that everybody falls back on. It's like, I need accountability. I need someone else to come into my life and slap the donut out of my hand because I'm not going to be responsible for that. It's like a, a failure to accept that that is something that you need to hold yourself accountable for. And so I feel like it's it's sort of a good news, bad news, right? Like the good news is like, it's on you, but the bad news is that means nobody else is gonna do it for you. But that's also kind of the good news because then you have control over it. And if you have control over it, then your results are 100% yours to take, to make real. If you're gonna rely on somebody else, you're gonna get screwed. Yeah, I mean, it is 100% your power. You've heard me say this at seminars. The gym is likely the only area of your life that you have 100% control. Yeah. See, you could be a perfect spouse and you could get cheated on. Your wife could die in a car accident. Your husband could die in a car accident. Bad things happen all the time. We don't fully realize that as human beings, but bad things happen to good people every single day. You could run a stellar business and the economy Mm-hmm. could turn and you could lose everything. You could be a great employee. You could show up early. You could leave late. You could do everything you're supposed to do, hit every target, every goal and get laid off. Yep. Completely out of your control. Driving. You could be a perfect driver. You could be sitting at a red light and get rear-ended from behind. Yeah. Not your fault, but it can happen. But in the gym, you have complete control. You may never be the best in the world, but I promise you in the gym, you put the effort in you will get some type of return. Yeah. Conversely, you don't put the effort in, you will get worse or you won't get the return. So it's that one area where we can completely 100% control our outcome, which you said, that's the good news. Yeah. The bad news is, how do you find that accountability? Because Joe, I always say to people, if you need somebody to be your handholder, somebody mm-hmm. to be the accountability police, you don't want it that bad. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, who else is going to give a crap? Like your boss doesn't care if you're trying to get a six pack. Your boss doesn't care about whether you hit your your fitness goals. You know, you're trying to to, you know, PR your deadlift or your bench press. What does he care? He cares that you show up on time, you do the job, you hit those those work goals. Anything else? And, yeah, anything else your boss sees as a distraction. Your friends are they I mean, they already love you for who you are now, right? Like ideally, I'm hoping that's the case. You know, what do they care if you can bench press more? I mean, they, maybe they're happy. You're happy. That's about the end of that motivation. Your like, kids don't care. Like, I don't like, think, I don't think your kids are loving you anymore, whether you're 10 pounds heavier or 10 pounds lighter. Like you're, you're the same person to them. Your wife probably doesn't care. And no. I'll put this to you. Sure. You want your spouse to be attracted to you. Sure. You want to be attractive for your spouse. You want to be at your best self. Like I think there's some stuff that runs deeper than fitness. I wouldn't want to be married to somebody that completely gave up. Right. At the same time, if your wife's willing to leave you over a five pound difference, probably not the person you can count on and not a good life partner. 
Well, and and you and I both know people who were really, really fit at one point and then did kind of let themselves go, but are in a relationship and it really didn't change the relationship any. Even even if the couple worked out together a lot. I know a lot of folks like that. You know, and I know a lot of couples that had problems and then one of them started getting really hot because they work out in the gym and they're losing weight and they're looking good and the other one doesn't. And it kind of did drive the couples apart a little bit, but the, the problem was already there. Yeah. So, like, so I don't think the fitness is the thing, you know, and, and, and again, who, who, like, I wish I honestly, this is maybe a, like a pitch for a TV show, Bobby, but like, I wish that I could afford to do that accountability thing for someone, just follow them around all day and like, just tell yeah. them what to eat and slap the bad food out of their mouth because they would get a result. It would actually be exciting for me to watch somebody get those results because of how easy it would be for me to hold someone else accountable. I can't afford to do that. I got my own problems. I got bills to pay. I got miles to feed. And nobody wants to pay the amount of money that it would cost for me to do that. That's what I was going to say the problem is. The problem is it's not that you can't afford it. It's that other people can't afford it. Yeah. Because if you had to hire somebody at $150, $200, $250 an hour for 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. because let's face it, you might spend an hour in the gym, but then the rest of the time, you can screw it up. That's so how many how many calories can you eat in an hour? Right. That's that's the question. If I turn my back for a second and you just ate like a whole deep dish pizza, like I can't be responsible for that. No. So someone someone can't pay it. So it goes back to the crux of what we're talking about. You have to want it. I've actually changed my language. I used to call people lazy, mm -hmm. but it used to hurt people's feelings and they would shut off and they wouldn't listen to my message. Now I've rephrased it. I don't call anyone lazy. I just say you don't want it bad enough, which is more accurate because a lot of times there's people I've had in my gym that maybe they're lazy in the gym, but when it comes to something they love, their work, golf, landscaping, reading, whatever you want to call it, they're some of the hardest working people yeah. I've ever met. Yeah. You know, we, we, uh, we, we joke, we're kind of nerds. We have game night. Mm -hmm. There are some people in the nerd community that are not the pillars of fitness that no. we look to that are frankly quite unhealthy. They drink soda, they eat chips, they live in, you know, they live on the couch, whatever. The amount of work some of these people put into their magic, the gathering decks, their Warhammer games, mm -hmm. their, I mean, even just painting figurines, the amount of work these people put in, they're clearly not lazy, right? Like they've yeah. got the ability, Joe, to work really, really hard. You have Dungeons and Dragons nights. You can mm -hmm. put a lot of effort into that. Yeah. You're not lazy. No. You have the ability to work hard in something you're passionate about or something that you love. So I don't call people lazy. You just don't want it, Pat. Like that's yeah, a, such, it, something else is higher on the, on the priority scale, right? Like if, if let's say the weekend comes by and you decide to have a donut, like you made a decision at that moment, whether you realize it or not, whatever your fitness goals are, you chose the donut. You know what I mean? When you decided to have a cheat meal or to say, you know what, I'm going to relax the rules tonight. I'm going to have a drink, maybe have some snacks with my friends. You chose that yep. over staying on the nutrition plan because that's the cost that's what you have to do to get where you said you want to go and so if you really want to get there you have to put all that other stuff aside and you have to stay consistently on that path those little choices along the way those are the things that are derailing you 
And like you said, it's not that you don't have discipline or that you don't have, you know, self-control because in other areas of your life, you're demonstrating that every day. So, you know, you have that skill set. You're just not applying it. Yeah. Or again, you don't value it. You don't want it. Yeah. Right. Like I always give the example and it sounds harsh. If you had to do something every single hour to keep Jojo alive, to keep Max alive, your kids, no matter how inconvenient it was, I promise you, you would figure out a way to get that done. Yeah. There's actually, Joe, a, a, a documentary. I can't remember the name of it. Something called like Life on the Clock or Living by the Clock or something like that. And uh, these parents had this kid that had this disease. Um, and it has something to do with how food's metabolized. Okay. And if you don't feed the kid every three hours, they die. Hmm. So they had to live life by the clock. Can you imagine setting alarms every three hours? Like you cannot forget. You cannot forget snacks when you go to the pool. Yeah. You cannot, like you're literally on alert, but they figured out how to do it because they love their kid. Mm-hmm. Easy, right? Like when you want something bad enough, I'll tell you another story. There was a client I had back in the day, couldn't lose weight. Couldn't stop eating nuts. Couldn't stop shoving their face full of cashews, <laughs> macadamia nuts, walnuts, peanuts. Like, Bobby, I can't stop. I'm addicted, blah, 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 blah. We tried for about a year, and it turns out I ended up firing the person as a client, Joe, because they weren't getting a result. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to take their money anymore. And frankly, I didn't want my name attached to their yeah. image, right? I was known for getting results. I couldn't let them hold me down. Okay, you're done here. We, you know, There's no more work that we can do. Yeah. So a couple of years later, I see the person. They've lost 50 pounds, look better than they ever had. And I, to be honest with you, at first I was a little bit jealous, a little yeah. bit angry. Like, <laughs> who helped you? I couldn't do this. What's wrong with me? Yeah. My bad trainer? Like, I, was, was I wrong? I couldn't motivate you enough, whatever it was. Turns out they had a kid, and the kid was deathly allergic to peanuts. Problem solved. Quitting nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, was it hard? Nope. But you were addicted before and you couldn't stop. So if your kid's life's on the line or there's a real medical emergency, it's easy. If there's no real consequence, it's super hard. And that to me, Joe, comes down to value. And in today's world, let's face it, if you gain or lose 10 pounds, I don't think you're going to make more money. No. It's not like your life gets remarkably more difficult. Like you'll hear people say, oh, fitness is my life. My life's on the line. It's really not. No. Uh, Marriage isn't on the line. Your job isn't on the line. I can provide you with all kinds of actuarial tables to prove that you'll be more productive (laughs) at work and all those things. But but let's, I mean, make this very real though. Like anybody, you know, who's been through like a major transformation, they will tell you that that process is very, very difficult. Any actor you talk to that had to get fit for a role will tell you it's really hard. Like it's not super fun to get really, really lean. Like it's, it's a lot of work. It's really, really hard. And in the end, it actually like costs them quality of life to do that. They might get that role. They might get that paycheck, but the actual act of doing it is not pleasurable. So if you don't have a million dollar paycheck on the end of that road, it is really hard when the going gets tough to stay in that spot, to keep on that path. And I want to say this, the process is hard. What you just talked about, an actor getting fit. Mm -hmm. But I think the motivation is easy. Yeah. 
Because when 18 million, 20 million, 35 million people are going to see you on screen forever with your shirt Mm -hmm. off, and there's also a $15 million check attached to it, oh man, you learn to value your fitness in a hurry. But that's why actors can do that successfully. But to go back to what you were saying, for most people who are like, you know what, my life is on the line, I need to get fit. To get to that point, it's actually not terribly difficult. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard to get to a point where you're functionally fit, where you're capable of moving load, where you're, you're, you're moving properly without pain. That just takes a little bit of effort. So there's a there's a big gap between what people think fitness is and what fitness really is. Absolutely. And we'll end the podcast by saying this. Maybe this is a follow up for the next podcast, but the fitness industry doesn't make it easy. No, they don't. It's by fake images. Photoshop, scams, three easy payments of $9.99. And the problem in the fitness industry, they they push this. Problem, it's not your workout program. It's not your diet, it's your hormones. Mm-hmm. You need TRT. You need hormone replacement therapy. You're a victim of bad genetics. And then the next month, it's not genetics. That's not your problem anymore. It's this pill you're not taking. And then it's not the pill. Then it actually is the workout program. And you need this new Peloton. Gizmos. You need the new gizmos that come out every month. You need this new app. You need this new new shake weight thing. I was just going to say, we've got to bring the shake weight into this. (laughs) I can't remember his name right now. And I should know his name because he's worth like $19 billion. The dude with the long ponytail. Oh, yeah. You can do it. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Tony Little. Tony Lowe, there you go. With the gazelle thing, a lot right? of gazelles and a lot yep. of abominizers. Like just saying that's the thing you need. And mm-hmm. So the fitness industry isn't helping you either because they're not going to tell you the problem is you. Well, they're remember, they're, they're not motivated for you to get results. No, Because if you get fail. results, then you're done. When, it's like, you, oh, you're, you're fit. You're no, longer, you're no longer viable income for us. You know, I mean, I, I, I watch sports talk radio all day. Mm-hmm. And five times, maybe 10 times, maybe 15 times a day. I see that commercial with Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie. Testosterone, testogen, Mm -hmm. get this now. (laughs) Happens to all of us. And by the way, she'll love it too. Mm -hmm. You know the ones I'm talking about? And it's, that's your problem as a 40 year old. It's not that you're not sleeping enough. It's not that you don't work hard in the gym. It's not your shitty diet. It's not the drinking. It's the fact that you have low testosterone and you need this pill. And this is the one thing that's going to help you. And by the way, she'll love it too. Like, really? Well, but think about this. How wonderful would it be, Bobby, if I was able to come up to you and, 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 and I know you well, and I can look at your life and I can see all the places that you have struggled and all the things that you're trying to do that you're not able to do. And I can look you right in the eyes and say, guess what, buddy? The problem isn't you. And we can fix the problem just with this. We we make this one change and then you can stay exactly who you are and do things exactly where you are and everything will be better. That sounds so good. How much money would you pay for something like that? A lot. A lot. But the reality is it is you. You are the problem. And that's like the whole point of this podcast. You are the only thing that matters in this equation. Nobody else's opinion matters. It is you. And that sucks because then you got to kind of like eat that shit sandwich and understand that. But it's also really good news because you're the only one who has the capacity to do this. 
That's it. So that's what you got to do, Joe. Go change you. So that leads us to the finish of the podcast and our two asks. One, share this. We didn't give you ads. We didn't inundate you with garbage. We didn't hit you with those fitness scams. <laughs> By the way, we have a great fitness app that I'm not allowed to talk about because then I am advertising, but we didn't even talk about that. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. I just did, but you know, you're going to share this podcast to other people. And then two, you're going to go work on you. That's it. That's our two asks. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the Maximus Podcast. Stay tuned for more. Because you're the last of a dying breed.